Welcome to the 320 Podcast, where we encourage you to reach for the immeasurably more life with Christ. From discussions on scripture, to poetic messages, to dreaming big with Jesus, you will enjoy a variety of episodes brought to you by Shelley Wilson Ministries. To find out more about Shelley Wilson Ministries and the many resources available to you, please visit our website at www.shellywilsonministries.org. Hey you guys, it's Shelley. Welcome to this week's 320 Podcast. So I'm, I'm really excited about some things that are um, coming soon. I've, I've gotten a couple of requests to get, to get to go minister out at some sweet places. And um, one of them is in April. A lot of you ladies are going with me to that or meeting us there. And I'm excited about that. Um, there's going to be another one that's uh, at a church near Buffalo uh, the next month. And so... You know, I'm used, the last four years have been me really focusing on things going on in this building. I've gone out a little bit, but not a lot. And, you know, I've been really okay with that. Although I do have a history of being on the road with the Lord um, and traveling some with Him, the last four years have been super sweet um, in the building and just staying, uh, seeing what God's doing every week here. Uh, but as I what as I was rehearsing some of the music, um, trying to get my vocal cords back in shape, if you know what I mean, I had pulled out a song uh, that came in my darkest season uh, called "Hush, Little Baby," and it had just been on my mind, you know. And uh, it's been a really long time since I've sang that song. Um, it is the first song I got when I was in what we call the dark night of the soul. And so as I was singing the song, I just had this overwhelming urge to share with you the song. Not only that, but maybe what I, what I know now to be true is not what I saw then, even when I got the song, you have to understand. And so I've, I've talked to you so often about our little building you know we call the field of flowers is the product of a very hard season for me this was not a ministry i was looking for i i ha- happened into support groups you know this was not something i was looking for uh, i i was trying to get back to the music to get back on the road with the lord I do concerts, ministry events, and things like that. I did not know what God was doing. Yet I look back over that season, and I have to share it with you guys, and all of its little nuances, because so many of you are, you're, you feel stuck in a place like you're not moving forward. And, you know, hindsight really is twenty twenty. I can look back, I've shared with many of you, and go, I could have never done what I do today with that terrible, without that terrible season. I could have never done it. I would have known nothing about grief. I would have known nothing about how to bind a broken heart. I would have not had the patience um, to, to wait on God and the Holy Spirit to tell me what to do for you guys in certain moments when you're in need and in pain. And... Um, I certainly would never have walked into the supernatural realm of healing and deliverance, right? Um, during that season, remember, that's when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. I came from a de- denomination that didn't 
preach that or talk about that, right? And um, listen, when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, things change. I became just as new then as I was when I was born again and saved. But there, So there were all kinds of supernatural things happening in my life, even when I was in significant suffering. My mind was under attack. My body was under attack. I was about now down to about 90 pounds. Um, I felt like there were about seven deaths uh, in relationships around me that I couldn't figure out what had happened. What did I do wrong? I mean, I was just condemning myself. It was horrible. Nothing, nothing I did worked, you know. And I, <clears throat> I've shared this before. I, I was in, I was walking into my bathroom, and it was a sorrowful day. I was weeping all day. It was, it was the well that never ran dry when it came to my tears in that season. There was such a deep grief in me that there was just no stopping it. I, I don't even know what to tell you when you just, it's like just this terrible, heavy blanket that just stayed covering me every single day for a very long time. It wasn't a year, it wasn't two years, it wasn't five years. I still, 12 years later, have lingering effects from that season yet I see so much victory now coming out of that season. And that day in the bathroom, I just began, I opened my mouth and I said, Hush, little baby, don't you cry. And I knew God was giving me a song. And I grabbed my cell phone and I hit record. And I kept singing, Father says it's going to be all right. And in the end you'll see the plight through stained glass windows shining bright. And I've sang that for you guys on a, probably a couple of the other podcasts, but in kind of a combination of that moment today in our middle room where I'm just rehearsing that song for the first time in a long time it's like the last stanza the last verse of the song I I realized what I really knew back then but I couldn't wrap my head around it was that God was speaking to me through a song to let me know you know baby girl this is going to be okay and one day you're going to see why it had to be this way through stained glass uh, windows and stained glass windows doesn't mean the beautiful stained glass windows, but it's stained glass windows as in tear stained, right? The eyes, but in, in combination of that song coming up and me pondering a scripture that is for an upcoming event in from Isaiah 51, it's just got me kind of thinking with the Lord, um, you know, whispering questions to Him. Um, so let me just share that passage. It's Isaiah 51, verse 3. Um, and I'll be uh, ministering out of this passage in April when we go. So I'm, I'm just going to cover the very last part of it that has caught my attention today. Indeed, the Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places and her wilderness. He will make like Eden. And her desert, like the garden of the Lord, joy and gladness will be found in her. 
thanksgiving and sound of a melody. And it's that sound of a melody that has really caught my attention, although I think we could agree that is one of the most beautiful verses I think I've ever read in the scriptures. Um, and I am currently picking that verse apart <laughs> and, and pondering it every single day, asking the Lord to squeeze out all the treasures that are layered in it. Show me how to look for the pearls of wisdom throughout the passage. And I, when I agreed to take this event, because I don't really ask to go places, I don't, I don't seek out invitations. God just doesn't allow that with me. I do really wait until I'm invited. And when I am invited, God has to give me a yes. I'm just not somebody who's going to just assume it's an open door from the Lord. I want to know that if I go up that mountain, He's with me. And I've thought so much about my sorrowing seasons and how even recently some of the songs that God has given me to write, I've been wondering, or in time, those two songs uh, are beautiful ballads, but they are they are pouring into wounded spirits, wounded hearts, broken brokenness. And I recognize that in this, this passage of Scripture, it's talking about how he's making the wilderness like Eden, right? Uh, he's making the desert like a garden, and that there's going to be a sound of a melody. And that's been so true to me, and I, and I want you guys to pay attention that wherever you are currently in, in your season, because for some of you it is a desert, it is a wilderness, or at least it seems like it, um, sometimes even when God gives us something brand new, there's like this long hallway between the old and the new, and it feels so desolate, and you're really unsure of what to do. But I, 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 was, I was just going, you know, Lord, as I'm sitting here, even just pondering the scripture, I hear, I hear the phrase, the song in the night. And I'm reminded of Proverbs 31 that says, she will rise in the night season and y'all know I teach that that's the bride and the night season can mean adversity I've said before not just just simply the day or night time it can be the night or the the nighttime adversity the season of suffering that she still rises and and, and I certainly found it hard to rise in my season I wasn't not I was there were moments where I didn't want to rise, to be honest with you, and then there were, then there were moments where I just couldn't, um, and and that I knew that if God didn't somehow reach down and pluck me out of what felt like some very hellish quicksand, that I just wasn't going to make it. And there were moments I frankly didn't care whether I made it or not, you know. And so I want to I want to look at. Uh, some passage of scripture because after I heard the Lord um, say the song in the night I was like okay are there scriptures that actually say that and do you know that there is Um, let me see I want to pull up Psalm 77 I'm going to read it in several different translations okay Um, New Century Version says at night I remember my songs I think and I ask myself Uh, uh, American Standard Version says, I call to remembrance my song in the night. I commune with my own heart and my spirit maketh diligent search. 
Another version says, I remembered my songs in the night. My heart meditated and my spirit asked. New King James says, I call to remembrance my song in the night. I meditate within my heart and my spirit makes diligent search. The Amplified says, I will remember my song in the night. I will meditate with my heart and my spirit surges. New Living Translation says this, When my nights were filled with joyful songs, I searched my soul and pondered the difference now. The Passion Translation says, Then I remembered the worship songs I used to sing in the night seasons, and my heart began to fill again with thoughts of you. So my spirit went out once more in search of you. I really love that translation right there because there were moment there are moments for you there were moments for me hush little baby was the worship song there was a uh, a, a significant place of wounding for me in the area of worship and uh god began the restoration of that with the song hush little baby and so so some of you have received songs from the lord it may not be that he gave you one to write but um, I can say if Amanda's li- listening, she would say God just gave her a song um, by a servant of the Lord who delivered the message of, of God to her through a song called Just Be Held. Right? There are songs in seasons that are significant to us. And if, if, if we only think God speaks through the scriptures or we only think he speaks through preaching behind a pulpit then we are sorely mistaken about who he is and his divine majesty and the fact that god speaks in the language we understand is so unique for each one of us i'm a music person i'm a poetry person didn't know that so he's going to speak to me in the language of poetry he speaks to me in the language of music right so we are i have friends who are very analytical in nature he speaks to one of my friends every single time in king king james that's 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 her that's their relationship you know he's so personal like that and um so I love what the passion says there because this was like, uh, although the song was about brokenness, it was my song in the night. Um, and, and let me read just the verses and not sing it to you because when God is sending you a song in the night, you don't need to just hear the melody. You must, you must cling to the lyrics. A lot of people dismiss music as it's less than the preaching or it's the warm-up for the preaching, God can save anybody, heal anybody, and He can deliver people of demons simply through a song. Song is a very powerful method for God to use. Uh, We know that Satan was a worship leader, right? That Worship is significant in heaven. We know that the angels worship holy, holy, holy around the throne. So we are not to... Um, uh, dismiss the power in a song. Um, haven't you ever been listening to the radio and all of a sudden a song comes on that speaks right into your heart in that particular moment? So the first lyric, which I've already kind of sang to you, is, Hush, little baby, don't you cry. Father says it's going to be all right. And in the end, listen to that, in the end, you'll see thy plot through stained glass windows shining bright. What I didn't know then that I do know now 
when I read those lyrics back to myself, I go, okay, he was showing me then. Because, you know, there's a lot of things you can't hear properly when you're in pain. Can anybody say amen to that? There are a lot of things you cannot hear when you're in pain. And in the end, Shelley, you'll see that plot. In other words, you're not going to see it right now. You may not see it in a few years, but in the end, in the end. Then the second verse says, Come on, baby, dry your eyes. The time has come to go outside, to share my word, my name, my light with all those dying deep inside. And that verse really grabbed hold of me today because I thought, wow, that's where my feet are today. You know, uh, God was urging me to, okay, start drying your eyes. You know, it's going to be time soon to go out to go outside where you're going to share my word, my name, my light with all those dying inside. And I can tell you that today that is what I do, right? Uh, many of you come with such heart pains and God, God in his goodness uh, has blessed us here to be a safe place for you to heal. Um, and then I get to verse 3 and it says, Someday soon I'm coming down, but first I'm going to shake some ground. And listen to this. It says, strengthen them so they'll stand firm. Feed them my life-giving word. Now, when that was given to me all those years ago, I didn't quite understand what that meant. I just wanted to go to concerts. It was what I was trying to get back to do, minister through song. And yes, while I did use messages with, with the music, I can look at what I'm doing today, especially right now with the equipped class that we have, and I can go, God was telling me then. Remember, back then, he was talking to me about pastoring, and I, that was because of the denomination I came from. I did not, I rejected that word from him, thinking that well, that can't even be God, because I, I'm not supposed to be doing that as a woman, right? But we, those of us who, who are here know that I'm the shepherd in the house, and um, it's just a function, you know, for us. And, and we, we love everybody to use their own gifts. And some of you are also called to be a shepherd in the house. But I did not know back then that it would be such a heavy calling of mine to strengthen you so you would stand firm. And that I would be feeding you life-giving word. You understand, God has called me to make you more than conquerors he has made you more than conquerors yet because of pain because of suffering because of sometimes needs for deliverance because of sometimes false theologies um we 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 are stuck right or we don't know how to stand firm in certain ways um you know and so i had no idea god was giving me a prophetic I thought it was, you know, I knew it was for me and for other people, but I did not till even just now see how clear it is to me that God was telling me exactly what I would be doing one day. You know, it was just not something I could grasp when the pain was thick. I love the Psalm 77, 2 through 6 in the message actually says this, and I, I don't use the message a lot, but, you know, I don't mind looking at other other uh, translations to see uh, what the differences are, and then I might go pick that apart, but I just want to share it. It says, I found myself in trouble. 
and went looking for the Lord. And I love that, right? You find yourself in trouble, you go looking for the Lord. My life was an open wound that wouldn't heal. When friends said everything will turn out all right, I didn't believe a word they said. Oh my gosh, I was there, y'all. I remember God and shake my head. I bow my head, then wring my hands. I'm awake all night, not a wink of sleep. I can't even say what's bothering me. I go over the days one by one. I ponder the years gone by. I strum my lute all through the night, wondering how to get my life together. Wow. I can say a hearty amen to that. There were weeks I didn't sleep on end. Uh, there, there wasn't a lot of peace in my heart and my life. I woke up sad. I went to bed sad. I pondered the years that had gone by. I pondered the losses, you know. I, I pondered things like, how could this happen? I, almost as if I, I just couldn't believe what had happened, you know. Um, and and here, here, hindsight's twenty twenty. it was my song in the night. And while it blessed me then, in a lot of ways, today it blesses me more because I've seen the fulfillment of this song. You know, back then I was just getting the prophetic word, Shelly, it's going to be okay. In the end, you're going to see what this is all about. You're going to be feeding life-giving word. Things that, you know, okay, Lord, that's cool. You know, that not that... Isn't that what you, you read a prophetic word or you get a, a scripture from the Lord and you almost kind of go, mm, okay, Lord, I hear you, I hear you. Uh, but I love what the message says. I didn't believe a word they said. There were times when I didn't believe a word, not just that they said. Uh, there was a certain season I couldn't even receive scripture. I certainly couldn't ever read Ephesians 3.20 because it was my life verse and I felt like it had been obliterated. Uh and that God had betrayed me in it. You know what I mean? And so I was certainly that one who's, who was like, I don't even believe God right now. Right? I'm not sure who to believe right now. I don't believe anybody about anything. That's where I was. But here was the song in the night. I will say this. I did search for the Lord. You know, I love the how this scripture, no matter what, translation you look at king james says i call to remembrance my song in the night i commune with my own heart and my spirit made diligent search i love that do you ever have moments where you're communing with your own heart and and because the heart kind of has a mind of its own and sometimes i'm having to speak to my heart you know and tell it to stop stop feeling the way you feel stop harboring unforgiveness stop trying to have things that god says no to stop it you know, there was a season two in that terrible season. One of the songs that ministered to me the most, and there were many, was Tell My Heart to Beat Again. I listened to it over and over because I felt like I had nothing left. I had no life left. I, everything I was sure about was gone. You know, those things that were significant to my life, to my joy and happiness were gone you know but here here I call to remembrance my song in the night right and I just wonder uh, if God even wants to begin to send it's very interesting because I can see right now as I'm talking to you 
uh, a bow and an arrow, and it's like the song is the arrow. I feel like God is going to shoot the bow and arrow, and he's going to shoot songs to you guys that begin to minister to you very deeply. Songs that will deeply uproot lies. Songs that will deeply heal your wounds. Songs that will deeply call you to rise in the beautiful plans that God has created for you to do for the kingdom on earth. I feel like the arrow will hit. It might hurt and sting when it first pierces your heart, right? Because anytime, you know, God, anytime we get a wound, there's always this initial hurt. You can touch that wound in a thousand ways, uh, accidentally graze it, you know, so they can put their finger on it and you'll feel that sting again. But, it, but, but the arrows that God shoots are full of anointing and healing balm. And I feel like God is going to shoot the arrow right where it needs to be in your heart so that the healing balm from that song will just begin to heal you from inside out. It'll, it'll get, give you some answers that you've been needing. So I want you to pay attention to perhaps the possibility that God may be trying to send you a message through a song. It will become your song in the night. Some of you we've talked to, uh, you, we've listened to that song recently by, I, I, I can't even remember who sang it, but... Um, yet that song yet remember we listened to it on our first support group don't give up on me yet that's 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 a beautiful i think that's a song that some of your heart cries are like lord please don't give up on me yet i'm he's not uh, trust me he's not giving up on you you just don't need to give up on him he's faithful he will finish what he started in your life um and and today i'm just like oh gosh i just feel like the power of a song, you know, there's such a power in a song. God, I want to just even go into prayer right now and remembering the passage in Isaiah, Lord, and just saying, um, God, that you would send the sound of a melody to each listening heart, God, that it would be the, the arrow that pierces in a loving way to heal lord that it would it might have to break open the wound just a tad so you can get in with the fullness and the goodness of god and you can begin to heal from inside out and band uh, bandage and bind that wound father may they hear you singing like zephaniah says over them in the night May they wake up, Christ, with melodies in their heart. I know, Lord, of one, one of our ladies that you just kept put lyrics in her mind. She didn't know what the song was. She had to go research it. I love that. I love that you, you cause us to search out mysteries, and it can even be not just through the open Bible, but it can be through songs that are full of your word and songs that are breathed upon by your spirit. 
I pray, God, that we would not dismiss if an old hymn comes to mind. You've done that to me so often. The other night, Lord, I just bless you as we began to sing sing Jesus Loves Me over someone as we called on Jehovah Rapha for healing, physical healing. Lord, I thank you that, that we have seen Jesus Loves Me, that sweet little children's song, do amazing things in this building. We have seen you speak to men in this building with that song, women in this building with that song, and I love how childlike faith trumps everything. I just love it, Lord. I love it that we can come to the throne like a little child and receive from you always, that we don't have to be so smart or so wise that you give us what we need. We're still your child, Lord. I I just release, release the songs over the people today, Lord. I just call for you to release the music, Jesus, the sound of the melodies. Father, that they would begin to come to group, email me, that I would get text messages, all of these things, DMs. Shelly, the Lord sent me a song. God, let this be just an opening of the heart so that you can send the song. Father, send them songs deeply rooted in your word. Send them the very song they need in this hour. Whether it's pointing to purpose like mine did, or it's binding up the broken places in their hearts, their souls, their minds, their physical bodies, God. I pray the fire of the Holy Ghost goes with every melody, Jesus, and that the Holy Spirit would baptize people with spirit and fire from head to toe, that they would feel your presence. I pray, God, that they would encounter you through the song, that it wouldn't just be a song, wouldn't just deliver a message, but they would encounter the Christ through the melody. I thank you that I just have to know there must be a vault in heaven with music, that that you, you write such heavenly things, Lord. And I thank you, God, for the way you put, you put words in our hearts and our minds. Lord, you're such a blessing to us. We could never, ever repay you for all you've done. Lord, do the healing work. Do the delivering work, God. Get us each where we need to be so that we can effectively serve you in this kingdom in this hour. And we'll bless you for it, Lord. Thank you so much, God, for the songs in the night. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I'll see you guys next week. I want messages if you get songs, all right? Love y'all.
Today's episode has blessed you and encouraged you to pursue Christ passionately. To join us again for more encouragement, equipping, and empowering, subscribe to the 320 Podcast. We would also like to invite you to enjoy our round-the-clock radio station, Royalty For Real Radio for Women, at royaltyforreal.com. That's royalty4real.com. 